In horses, 65% of their digestive system is their hindgut. And their hindgut has a lot of different populations of microbes that ferment fiber. Welcome to the Healing Horses with Alicia podcast. I'm your host, Alicia Edwards. In this episode, I want to touch on the equine diet, more specifically the use of beet pulp for horses. It has become a pretty controversial topic. I see a lot of debates and arguments about feeding bee pulp. Is it safe for horses? Is it beneficial? Is it harmful? And I also see a lot of myths and misconceptions out there on bee pulp as well. So hopefully by the end of this episode, you'll get some clarity on the truth about bee pulp, uh, things to watch out for, how to feed it, safe feeding practices, so you can decide if it's something that is going to be beneficial for your horse or not. So let's talk about what is true about beet pulp. So beet pulp is a byproduct of the sugar beet industry. And that's where we get a lot of our sugar from. They extract sugar from sugar beets. It's also why people tend to think that beet pulp is high in sugar. But I'm going to get to that in a few minutes. It's also a source of biofuels such as ethanol as well. So whenever we're looking at things to feed our horses... Most often, they're always byproducts of other industries, and that's just an economic reality that we face. So this is just about finding things where the benefits outweigh the risks in a lot of cases. The U.S. produces nearly 5 million tons of beet sugar, so that goes to speak to how much sugar we're consuming, what the demand is like in North America, and that's a lot of sugar. They're always looking for ways to reuse byproducts. It's economically efficient to use some of those byproducts for livestock, of course. So beet pulp is the fibrous material that comes out of the sugar beet after the sugar has been extracted. And it's actually an excellent source of crude fiber at 18% and contains both insoluble and soluble fiber that's mostly composed of pectin. That's the type of fiber found in beet pulp. It's a highly digestible fiber, which is very well digested by horses. And why do we care about fiber in horses? So in horses, 65% of their digestive system is their hindgut. And their hindgut has a lot of different populations of microbes that ferment fiber. And that's where they get about 75% of their energy to sustain life. Those microbial populations ferment that fiber and convert it into volatile fatty acids, which is then used for energy. So that's one really important benefit. It also helps keep those bacterial populations healthy and helps promote the bacterial populations that we want for good health. And so another benefit is that beet pulp serves as a prebiotic. And prebiotics help the gut synthesize natural levels of probiotics, which improve digestion, support the process of fermentation, helps to balance the intestinal ecosystem, and strengthens intestinal immunity. Another really good benefit for beet pulp, which I think is really important for all horses because most of the horses that I see and work with and that even my students bring forward through my programs, they all need more gut support. And that's a topic for another day. But a lot of our horses have unhealthy microbial populations in their hindgut. They need support with better digestion and detoxification. So If you want to add more fiber to your horse's program, this is definitely something I would consider adding because it is a healthy source of fiber and most of our horses aren't getting the right amount of support to meet the requirements. 
So fiber is also a natural detoxifier of the intestines, hindgut, and the liver. And horses all benefit from detoxification. And that's just across the board, you know, with the amount of medications and dewormers and chemicals they're exposed to, whether it comes from their food or their environment. Detoxification is always a good practice. Even doing a detox a couple times a year, I think is very beneficial for all horses. So one of the big concerns about beet pulp is that it's high in sugar. So I said at the end, it comes from the sugar beet industry where it's where we get our sugar from. So that's what a lot of people are worried about when they're, when they hear about beet pulp or it gets recommended to them. Like I have a metabolic and laminitic horse sometimes is what people think. And so I'm not going to feed something high in sugar. Fair point. But beet pulp actually is not high in sugar. So if you take beet pulp that is formulated into a pellet, they do add a small amount of molasses to help formulate the pellet and also to act as a preservative. But because of the amount of fiber in it, it doesn't increase the glycemic index that much. In fact, in the fibrous material, it's only about 5% sugar. And then when you add a little bit of molasses for the pellet, it increases up to about 10 to 15%. So not major on the grand scheme of things. I should point out that the amount of sugar that's in something is not the same as a glycemic index. So the glycemic index is something that we've created as a scale to rank carbohydrates by how much it raises blood glucose after it's eaten. So especially with these sugar-sensitive horses that either have a diagnosis for insulin resistance or EMS, equine metabolic syndrome, or maybe they don't, but you're just worried because they've got a crested neck and fat pads and you know they have a tendency to go laminitic when they're on grass or pasture. This is an important concept to get because fiber helps lower the glycemic index. And so even with something can, that contains uh, some sugar in it, you can actually help uh, lower that glycemic index by adding more fiber. So that's important to note. So if you were to take just pelleted beet pulp, uh, and I'll talk about preparation at the end, the glycemic index is about 69 and the scale goes between zero with the standard being at 100. And that would be oats, right? So oats are high sugar. They're not a feed I would recommend for a sugar sensitive horse. Uh, but at 69, beet pulp falls in the moderate range there in a pelleted feed. Now, if after you do the preparation and soaking, you then rinse the beet pulp, it will actually rinse some of those sugars out even more. And that will lower the glycemic index to about 34. And you want to do this for those really sugar sensitive horses. But I can tell you that a lot of horse owners I work with don't do that soaking step and still see the benefits in the amount of inflammation in their horses and just how well they're doing with their health profile if they're insulin resistant or metabolic. So you have to look at your horse, see what works best for them. And if you're concerned about it, you can definitely do that extra soaking step as well. The second concern that a lot of people have about beet pulp is toxicity. And there's different ways and different manufacturing processes out there. Definitely, um, it's going to depend on where you buy it, what the manufacturer is, what their practices are, where it's grown. There's a lot of factors that are just outside of our control. Uh, but a lot of people are concerned when they remove the tops, if they're using chemicals to remove the tops off the beets, or if they're using mechanical methods. 
And that is going to just completely depend on the manufacturer. So do your due diligence, look into it, see what the practice is like of the company you're supporting, and then make your decision based on that. But I can tell you not all manufacturers use chemicals uh, to remove the tops from sugar beets. Another concern is the level of inorganic iron in sugar beets. And so we do have a lot of concern about inorganic iron for our horses, which mostly in most cases comes from high iron in water, in well water. But there is some concern over levels in beet pulp as well. Although I can tell you that I see more benefits from the fiber than I do with adding more toxicity to the body. And I know this because in horses with chronic laminitis, for example, that lamina is a specialized tissue in their hooves that is very sensitive to toxins. And toxins seem to like the feet. It's just part of the way their circulation goes. And so some of those horses can be really sensitive to any type of toxin in their body. And a lot of these horses improve on beet pulp. That just says to me that it's the benefits of the fiber and regulating insulin and blood sugar are outweighing the levels of toxicity in beet pulp. And this goes for organic versus non-organic forms as well. Although it's always best, I'll talk about that in a minute, it's always best to go with organic if you can. In addition to that, there is a limited number of studies that have been done, but there is a correlation between mineral content and the soil, meaning that the mineral patterns of beet pulp is largely dependent on soil composition. So this is just something that you have to keep in mind. And at the end of the day, you just have to ask your question, is it working for my horse? Is it helping or benefiting their health or is it not? And sometimes you just have to try it out and see how your horse responds to it. So as a side note to the toxicity piece, there is the GMO concern. Uh, we do know that GMO crops have been implicated in a lot of health conditions, including immune disorders, cancer, growth abnormalities, liver problems, poor digestion, blood sugar problems, infertility, inflammation, and neurological problems. So we have to keep this in mind for our horses and consumers are starting to get a little bit louder uh, for ourselves and for our animals. So you can find some non-GMO beet pulp out there. A lot of my clients and students have sourced it and found it. If you have taken my Resolving Equine Metabolic Syndrome Naturally course, you should be in or have been invited to my private Facebook group called Healing Horses with Alicia. You can post in there and ask if anybody knows of manufacturers that carry non-GMO or organic beet pulp. There's people all over the world in there, so you might get some really helpful advice on that, on where to find it. But if you have a choice in your feed store or wherever you are with your geography, it's always best to go with organic non-GMO if you can find it. The other concern, and the last concern I'm going to talk about, but I see this often, is about choking and beet pulp. And this will lead into some best practices for feeding beet pulp and how to soak it. So this is just best feeding practices, not to feed anything that's dry and that expands without soaking it first. And I've seen some professionals say soaking is not required. I would not listen to that advice. Soaking is required for horses with beet pulp because it expands a lot. Those of you that prepare beet pulp, you know it expands to about four times its volume. So if you take the pellets of beet pulp, uh, the ratio of water to beet pulp, you want to be four to one. That means if you're taking one cup of pellets, you want to soak that to four cups of water. And you want to do that for about two and a half to three hours. If you use warm water, that'll speed up the soaking process. And you'll see how much it expands in the dish. 
So if you just feed horses dried beet pulp, first of all, we don't want it getting stuck in their throat, which can happen. But second of all, that water is coming from their digestive tract to soak the beet pulp. And we don't want to take up more water from their body uh, for expansion. We want that to do that ahead of time. It's also a really good way to hydrate your horses, get more water into them. Especially some horses, they just drink less. Depending on temperature, they might not be big drinkers. So it's a good way to get a little bit of extra water into them. You can also find flakes, which will require less water. Um, and it soaks a little bit quicker. And it's just because the surface area is bigger. Depending on what you have access to, what you can find will depend on how much water you use. But the goal is to get it into them safely without it expanding in their guts or in their throat. So I have never had a client's horse or student's horse that has uh, choked on beet pulp, but I'm also very clear on soaking it ahead of time, making sure that there's no hard bits in there that could cause a problem. So the only time I would be a little bit more cautious about feeding beet pulp is if you have a horse that has colic regularly, that has a weaker digestive system, and sometimes if the hind gets really weak, so a long-term medication use or antibiotics and things like that, it can wipe a lot of the good, healthy uh, microbial populations out. That means they're not going to be able to ferment their fiber as effectively. So in those horses, I would start slow, start low, right? So start maybe at a half a cup after soaking and just make sure their digestive system tolerates it. Uh, With a lot of these horses where I'm trying to repair the digestive system, specifically the hindgut, I know fiber is important, but sometimes less is better. So just start slow, make sure their hindgut's getting supported. And sometimes it's a matter of just letting those microbial populations breathe a little bit, letting the digestive system breathe. Because in some cases, it's just been overloaded with too much of the wrong food for too long. So start slow in those cases where there has been some digestive issues or that you know their digestive system has been compromised. Uh, But always soak your beet pulp. Four to one if you're doing pellets, you can do it a little bit less if it's flakes and just make sure there's no hard bits left in there for them to expand inside their throat or their gut. So the question is, should we feed beet pulp to horses? The short answer on that is yes. But of course, we want to do our due diligence, make sure that toxicity levels are as low as we can, especially if you're working through a health challenge with your horse. A lot of time I spend on horses doing detoxification that are working through chronic health issues, especially the insulin resistance, the PPID and the laminitis. So it's important to at least be aware of what you're putting into your horses because it all makes a difference and it accumulates over time as well. There's not a lot of other suitable high fiber feeds that we can offer the domestic horse. So this is just about what other options do we have? You're trying to get some extra fiber into your horse and you're trying to watch sugar levels at the same time and you're trying to watch other ingredients and preservatives and chemicals. You have to just make decisions based on what's the best option. And beet pulp definitely checks those boxes in a lot of cases. If you start reading your ingredient labels and looking at other feeds, uh, beet pulp is definitely up there as a source of fiber. It's one of the few feeds available that can provide safe energy to your horses in the form of fiber without the risks of too much starch. So that's something you've got to watch as well. 
It is easily digested. It promotes the production of healthy bacteria in the gut and it's ultimately safe for metabolic horses. I bring a lot of metabolic horses and laminitic horses around with beet pulp. In fact, for some horses, I've just added some beet pulp and seen improvement, whether it's the inflammation in their lamina or regulating blood sugar, supporting hindgut health. Sometimes those benefits are pretty apparent pretty quick. For easy keepers and senior horses too that are missing teeth, it can be a source of fiber when they're just not getting enough out of their hay. Now, I would never recommend beet pulp as a replacement for forage. That's not what I'm saying. We always want to go for forage or short stem forage if we can, because that's what their gut requires and that's what's natural to them as part of their food chain. But you can use beet pulp to supplement extra fiber and for calories, especially for those senior horses that have uh, poor teeth and they're just not able to grind like they used to. So despite the potential for toxicity and a lot of the internet naysayers, there's a lot of people against beet pulp and that's totally up to you. But in my experience, I have never seen any evidence uh, that feeding beet pulp causes laminitis, insulin resistant or other sugar metabolic problems. That being said, I'm also looking at other areas of the horse's health, nutrient profile, nutrient status. So for example, with a lot of these cases where people have said, you know, beet pulp's terrible for my horse, it caused all these things, they're bleeding in their white line. My question is never about the food, it's about the horse. So what does the rest of that horse's health profile look like? What does their history look like? Uh, what kind of health events have happened in the past? What is their toxic load? So how much toxicity has been put into that horse over a period of time? And has it weakened the hindgut to the point where they're just not tolerating anything? And sometimes we're really quick to say, this food's definitely good for all horses and this food's definitely bad for all horses. And we get very black and white about it. But I can tell you with the number of horses that I work with, you just can't make those statements. What works for one doesn't necessarily work for another, but it's not necessarily that the food is bad. It's just what is that horse's health profile? What's their intestinal immunity like? Um, and especially for horses, intestinal immunity and the microbial populations are really, really relevant to the rest of their health. So we really need to try and stay away from trying to standardize healthcare for every single horse. One of the reasons we're in this predicament with all the metabolic issues is we are trying to take the same program and the same suggestions and apply it to every horse in the world. And it just isn't working. And the numbers of EMS cases are going up, not down. Uh, so we have to find some other ways to support them. And adding more fiber to their program is definitely the way to go. So I've seen more horses benefit than not. But again, if it doesn't work for your horse, it doesn't mean beat pulps the enemy. It just means your horse is not going to tolerate it. And you can liken that to how humans are with some of their food. You know, some humans like really feel great on eggs, for example, whereas another human just says eggs are terrible for me. I can't eat them. My gut hurts, all the rest of it. So we just need to honor the fact that some horses have different food sensitivities and tolerances uh, than others. I include beet pulp with a lot of my EMS programs, but not always, especially if I feel that beet pulp is uh, going to be a healthy source of fiber and the benefits are going to outweigh the risks. If you are ready to dive into the world of holistic horse health and all it has to offer, I invite you to join me for my 12-week online signature program, Healing Horses Zero Way. 
This program only runs once per year, and I'm excited to announce the doors are now open to welcome the class of 2024. Registration is now open. Inside, you'll learn how to formulate natural health programs using diet, lifestyle, single nutrients, herbs, and homeopathic remedies. And this course will also empower you with the tools and confidence you need to make informed decisions and take charge of your horse's health. If you want to learn more or you're ready to register, you can look in the show notes for the links. There's one link that will take you to a page to learn more about the program and how it's run. And the other link is just to get registered right away. I can't wait to welcome you. So I hope that helped you in this episode make some sense out of all the things that you may have read about Beat Pulp, good and bad. And hopefully you have enough information to try it out if you haven't already. We'll see you next time. Thank you.